Good morning, everyone. This is Crystal, your favorite kink podcaster. It is extremely early in the morning for me, or it's late for me. I don't know, to be honest with you. I'm. I work nights. <laughs> I work third shift. It's Monday morning. I've been up since yesterday. So please bear with me. Um, I like to apologize. I'm a day or two late, depending on how you see it. I didn't do my podcast this weekend. I was extremely busy. So I'm going to do it today, and I'm still going to do another episode this weekend. But I wanted to put in, you know, my makeup day, I guess you can say. Um. So again, please bear with me. If you hear me, if you hear a lot of noise in the background, or if you hear me screaming or whatever, <laughs> I'll try not to scream in your ear. I do have the little rug rat that's a little Tasmanian devil. That just, he's full of it. <laughs> just wants to play, bite, scratch, and trying to get him out of that stage. But he needs to burn off that energy as well. So he's just full of it. So don't be surprised if you hear a little moaning and it's not in a sexual kind of way. So, <laughs> that being said, another thing is I should have got myself a drink. Crapola. Anyways, um, again, I do apologize. I hope everyone had a great weekend. <laughs> Excuse me. You're going to hear me yawning. <laughs> I do apologize. I'll try not to yawn as much. But you know what they say. You can't help it sometimes. So I hope everyone had a good weekend. I hope everyone had a safe weekend. Um, this episode is going to be rape versus CNC. Okay. So, anyone that gets triggered, please don't listen to this. Um, if you're okay hearing about it, you know, there's nothing major. But, I d you know, if you feel uncomfortable with anything regarding rape or anything like that, I, you know, just skip this episode. The last thing I want is to upset any listeners or anything like that, so, um, so yeah, so I just wanted to give a little trigger warning, I mean, I, it, it's not like I'm, you know, I wrote, uh, erotica or anything like that, but I still wanted to give you a heads up, you know, um, that way, if you're listening, you know, and 
you feel that, you know, you wish you knew or you wouldn't have listened, you know, again, it's understandable. That's why I wanted to give you a heads up. So with that being said, I take rape very seriously. It, to me, okay, like, I don't even joke when it comes to rape, which is really, like, thankfully I could talk about this, I don't get triggered, but I personally been raped three times in different time frames, of course. Um, One time it was with Two of the times I was raped, it was with the, the same guy. Different times, though, but the same guy. Um, So, I know, you know, how bad that goes. I know the feeling, the emotions that goes deep into your soul regarding it. So... So you have a better understanding of me and what I've been through. Thankfully, it didn't traumatize me to the point that, I mean, it took me a while to get over it. And even then, you don't really get over it. But at least now I could talk about it, no issues. Nothing usually triggers it. Once in a while, if I'm talking to someone about something... And then, excuse me, you know, something was said and it hit close to my past and it directed at me. Then, I think one time, like, it's been years and I think just a few months back, I was, it, it triggered it. So it's like a hit and miss type thing with the triggering. But thankfully, it's more of a mess type thing. Like, hardly anything triggers it. But I can't say nothing triggers it because it's still, there are a couple things. But thankfully, nothing major or anything like that. Um, with that being said... One experience I had was, I remember this guy, me and my friend was going for a walk, and um, this guy, I met him, and that's how we met him and his buddy was there and trying to pick us up, me and my friend. And I've always been the shy type. I wasn't interested. You know, and he just wasn't the type of guy I would be interested in. But I'm also a little too friendly. So I would talk to him and stuff like that. And I remember that 
we hung out once. And then that was it. And I haven't seen him in like a while. So then I was walking by myself. And he pulls over with this other guy. And he asked me to get in the car. And I told him, no, I'm going home and stuff like that. And because, like, like I said, I hung out with him once and he was a decent guy. So I felt comfortable just talking to him. I mean, it's in like literally daylight, you know, and I was at the age I was 19 and I no, I was 21 and I always told my mom, uh, from since 18, Mom, I'm old enough to take care of myself. Well, it doesn't matter how old you are, especially for a female, because there's always going to be someone bigger and stronger than you. So you got to be careful. You, you got to pick your battles, I guess you could say. Because I was 21, and this guy was with his friend, this other friend I'd never even seen before. And he, like, literally, I don't know if you want to call it kidnapped or whatever, but he literally pushed me in the backseat of the car, and he got in the car with me. And his friend drove off. And I was nervous. So then his friend... I don't remember where his friend went. If he went, because we stopped at this house, this apartment building. And I can't remember if his friend went downstairs or left. But I remember me and him went on the second floor. He was pushing me up the stairs and I was trying to, you know, bite him on it. So as soon as we got upstairs... He opened the door. He left the door wide open. And right away, he attacked me, pushed me on the couch and stuff like that. And I was pushing him off me and pushing him off. And he actually stripped my pants and panties down. And I'm screaming, you know, telling him to get off me, get off me. And I'm fighting him on this. And I'm pushing and pulling, trying to get away from him. And then I keep on, I kept on looking at the door, thinking, you know, maybe someone will, will come. And then I heard a bunch of guys downstairs. And never mind you, he had his door open. So I'm thinking, someone's going to come, they're going to help, whatever. And I heard someone. Like two people, it sounded like two, two or three people coming up the stairs, but then they didn't actually come all the way up. So they must have known what was happening because they didn't want to see or whatever. And one of the guys screamed out to him asking um, if he needs any help or anything and that they were doing something. And he said, no, he's fine and all this. Why? See, I, at that time, 
I didn't know what to expect because obviously this guy knew them pretty well. They're talking like nothing with the door open and they're not coming all the way up. So they knew he must have left the door open and whatnot. So my concern was this. This guy is friends with these people. So for all I know, they're either just going to, you know, not help in any way. Or my biggest concern was that if there was any trouble, they'd all come up and assist him. So the last thing I'm thinking is they're all going to, you know, come up and rape me and this and that. So I kept my mouth shut because it was bad enough dealing with one. I didn't want to have to deal with who knows how many that were there. It sounded like they were having some type of get-together downstairs. I can't remember, to be honest with you. But I just remember that there was quite a few people. Well, the voices I've heard anyways. So, with that being said, you know, as soon as they started heading back downstairs, I knew I was fucked. So, he got on top of me and he was penetrating me and stuff like that and I'm pushing and I'm pulling and I was no longer screaming because it was pointless so then this lasted for I think it was like 15 minutes 15 between 15 to a half hour it's been so long I can't remember but anyways So what happened was, I don't know why I said this, because, I mean, anyone who's raping anyone, they rarely pay attention to the consequences. Because obviously, I mean, they don't care, because obviously what they're doing is against the law anyways. So if they don't care about that, then they don't care about anything else. But... I don't know what it was, but I told the guy, I'm like, I'm not in any birth control. And as soon as I said that, I don't know if he wasn't normally like that or whatever, but something clicked and he he was still in me. But he, you know, slowed down and stopped and looked at me. He goes, since when? And I'm thinking to myself, like, this guy don't know me. How does he know if I've ever been on birth control or not? So I told the guy, you know, I just got off it not too long ago. Um, Well, I didn't say not too long ago. I just told him, you know, I just, you know, um, I'm trying to think what I said. What did I say to him? Oh, yeah, I just said I haven't been on it. And uh, surprisingly, I don't know what he decided to make a deal with me. And he's like, if I stop, 
we will make plans to continue this, right? And of course, I'm going to agree. Um, <clears throat> I mean, what else was I to do? Let him finish and who knows what other consequence will happen and stuff like that? Or agree to him and get away at that moment. So I agreed. And surprisingly, he respected, you know, he expected that I honor my agreement. And he got off me. And I quickly put them, you know, got my underwear and pants and pulled them up and stuff like that. And then he grabbed a hold of me and he said, you know, we are going to finish this, right? And I said, yeah, just not now and I have to get home. And he goes, okay. So then he took me home. Of course, I gave him a different address. Because I didn't want him to know where I lived. So he dropped me off. And I pretended to go inside while he pulled away. And as soon as I see him turn the corner, I ran, I hauled ass, and I went home. Um, And I haven't seen him since. So... That was really weird. I don't know what made him stop just because someone said that they, they're not on birth controls. Like I said, usually rapists, they don't care about the consequences. But thankfully, you know, <laughs> as weird as it was, I'm grateful that he listened to that. Um... So that that was really weird and scary at the same time. But it was definitely something really strange. That's why, like, I don't go walking anymore. My mom always used to tell me, be careful. And I, like I said earlier... I said, Ma, I'm old enough to take care of myself. I'll be fine. Well, even from this day, I won't walk alone at night. Never at night. Um, I don't even like walking during the day because he took me during the day. So I'm very, very cautious. I even wouldn't have my phone on. In my hand, ready. Like, I won't put it in my pocketbook or I won't put it in my pocket. No, I need to have it in my hand. Because if something goes down, I'm going to use my phone. So, now I'm very, 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 very cautious. If I go anywhere, I try to make sure I'm with someone. If for whatever reason... Excuse me. If for whatever reason I can't be with someone, then I make sure it's really important and I just go from point A to point B. I don't mess around. I don't stay and chat with anyone or whatever. I just, unless that person wants to walk me, 
this is where I'm going. I'm walking there now. And I tried to have a pencil or a pen in my hand, too. That way, it's not much, but it will leave a dent, and it still will give you some type of pain if I have to defend myself. So, I'm very, 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 very cautious. Um, Another time was with someone I actually considered a friend. It was me, my friend, and this other friend of mine. We went for this long ride. And it was a beautiful night. Excuse me. But it was getting late. So we decided to stop at a hotel room. And my friend and this guy, all three of us were friends. and But those two liked each other. You know, they just slept together and this and that. So I'm thinking that, you know, I'm not thinking anything of it. So we get a hotel room that has two beds. So my friend, he went to take a shower. My friend goes, how do we do this? I go, well, you sleep in one bed, I'll sleep in the other. And she goes, and we'll see what bed he goes to. I go, well, you two have a thing going on. You know, I'm sure it's going to be common sense that he's going to go to your bed. So I must have dozed off for a second because he comes out and apparently he decided that to um, to join me on my bed. And my friend told me the day after that he was hesitant, and he, it was like he wasn't for sure what the right move was. But she said that he went to, he went right on my bed. Well, anyways, during the night, he got on top of me, and I woke up. And as soon as I opened my eyes, that's when he, you know, penetrated me. And I remember I would try pushing him off, and I asked him, what the fuck are you doing? And he said, and he would tell me, it's okay, it's okay. And I would argue with him, and he would kiss me to try to shut me up and and I remember pushing him away and I even asked him why are you doing this and I obviously I didn't say it like that calmly but I remember my voice was croaking because of the sobs that was threatened to spill from my lips and He ignored my pleas. And every time I tried to, you know, yell or whatever, he would literally shut me up, like put his mouth on me and stick his tongue in my uh, stupid cat in my mouth and everything. And to the point I actually 
tried biting his tongue. And unfortunately, he moved just in time. And then he would pin my wrist to the point that they actually bruised the next day. And I remember that the next morning, I was so exhausted. And I must have dozed off or passed out because of the shock and everything that happened. Because when I woke up, he was behind me doing it again. And this time, I screamed out. And that actually woke my friend up that was in the other bed. And he sobbed right away. And then he said he was going to take a shower and got up. And as soon as he went in, my friend goes, were you two just... I go, no, I'll wait until the water, wait until we hear the shower go on, and I'll explain it to you. So we waited, and I remember once the shower hit, I explained to her what happened and stuff like that. And she wanted to call the police. But I was, and where we were, we didn't know our way back. And he was our only guide. Because this was before we had... Um, Android phones that has GPS. I remember having an older phone that it was a flip, you know, a flip phone, and it didn't have all the gadgets and stuff like that that my phone has now because I have an iPhone. So it was really, you know, it was hurt, you know, I was upset and hurt. But at the same time, I didn't want to have to talk to the police, have all this going on. I just wanted to get away. I want to go home. I want to take a shower, forget this ever happened, and stuff like that. And I felt so embarrassed, so full of anger towards him. And anger at myself and stuff like that. So I remember, like, during the night when he was forcing himself on me, I remember crying and stuff like that. And he literally had to put his hand over my mouth to keep me from, you know, screaming out more. So it was, it was tough. Some people think, you know, no way someone could have got raped three times. And it happens, you know, there's no need to make up stories. There's just, of course, you're always going to find haters. But anyone who puts down rape victims and stuff like that are people that are no good in my book. Um, and don't victim blame and stuff like that. Uh, I've helped people. I try to help people because I know what it's like. So once we got out of there, the bastard actually had the nerve a week later to call me to see if we could hang out. Like, 
no, I want nothing to do with you. And I answered one time and told him exactly that. And I hung up and blocked him and deleted him from my phone. And then he called me from a block number, not a block number, from an unknown number. And so I didn't know. But thankfully, I don't answer calls I don't recognize. So, but he left me a message and stuff like that. But I refused to call him back. So, yeah. <sighs> so, there are definitely, so, again, I've been right. Um, I, again, I, now, the third time I was right was actually from my so-called friend again. Um, I didn't meet up with him after that one incident. But like two, three months ago, it was nighttime. I was walking, going for a walk. Again, I'm old enough to take care of myself. Yeah, well, guess what? He saw me. He stopped me. I ignored him. And he pushed me in his car. And he tried to rape me in the back seat of his car. Um, I kept them pushing him, pushing him. He was able to penetrate. Uh, and thankfully, it was more like a quickie for him. But I remember I actually kicked him in the chest. And I remember opening the door and crawling out and pulling up my pants because obviously he couldn't take them off completely because of the way our positions were. And I told him, he comes near me again, I will call the cops and stuff like that because I won't be harassed like that. Um... I honestly don't know if I was all talk at that moment because, again, this is the second time, and again, I didn't go to the police. And part of me regrets that because what if he done this with someone else and I could have prevented it? But another part of me is, you know, what if... I Excuse me, what if I took him, you know, I filed charges or whatever, and we went to court and all that. And what if, you know, nothing happened to him, and now I look bad. I had to go through all this, my name's in the paper and all this, and I was just afraid things would get worse, and I just... Now, if it happened to me now, bet your ass I would, 
I would call the cops, I would get the authorities, um, you know, I would do everything in my power to, you know, if, because I'm to the point where, you know, do what you gotta do, you know, if people victim blame me, you know what, fuck them, you know, this is how it is, I'm not ashamed no one, no victim should be ashamed. It's not their fault. It wasn't my fault. And yeah, I would press charges and anything else. Again, I was young, naive. Even though I was old enough to be on my own, I was still naive. So, yeah. So, again, I take rape very seriously. Now, some people in the kink world, they they do a CNC. And what is CNC, you're probably wondering? CNC is known as consensual non-consent. Okay, it's also known as, people like to say, is you know, um, it's similar to, and it is, consensual, non-consensual, is similar to rape, except for one major thing, consent. You know, people say that they're into rape play. Base, which is basically CNC. They see CNC as rape play. Um, I personally don't acknowledge it, though. I don't acknowledge rape play. You cannot have rape play, in my opinion. Because rape play, you know, there's no rape in it. You know, yeah, it looks like it. You have this illusion that someone's being raped or whatever. But the bottom line is you're still consenting to that type of play. So in the end, it's CNC, not rape. You know, rape is when someone is actually forcing themselves on you that, you know, you're not consenting to. Everything that's being done to you, you know, sexually, is that, excuse me, you did not consent to the trauma that comes with it. You didn't ask for this. You didn't ask for that. That is what rape is. You know, taking your will, you know, taking your will away, taking you against your will. That is rape. CNC is consensual and non-consent. It's a form, you know, yeah, it's an illusion of rape with a major difference, which is consent. So you have this consent play, you know, versus the actual rape. There's a big major difference. And it boils down to the whole thing. The only difference is consent. So people's like, oh, they're the same thing. No, they're not. Rape play 
don't exist in my book. Yeah, a lot of people says, yeah, I'm into rape play. No, what you are in is in CNC. It's just another form. You know, there's a difference between rape. So I take it a little personally, you know, a little personal how people calls it rape play because it's not rape. You know, there is a major difference. So I kind of, I don't like how people consider CNC rape play because, you know, it's... If you're consenting to that type of play, then it's not rape. I know what rape is. I've been through it more than once. So it kind of annoys me, and I I do get angry at times. But then I think, you know what, I'm not going to go deep into it because they don't understand it. They were, excuse me, they weren't raped. Some, I mean, they say as, you know, it's rape play. It's not real rape. We understand that. That's why we consider it a play, you know. Everyone has their own opinions how they see it, I guess. But that's my take on it. Um. So, and... This is really weird. Like, I've been raped three times. Um, there's one time I was almost raped, so I would have been raped four times. But thankfully, I got out of that situation in time. I was... I think it was 19 at the time. I remember... I liked this guy, and he liked me, but apparently he had another woman. So, and this, and his cousin told me, I have to talk to you about him. So, of course, I went because it was about the guy I had to think for. So, I went in his car, and we were talking, and I go, so what do you want to tell me about him? And then he's saying, oh, he... You know, he's not going to leave his girl, this and that. I'm like, well, he told me that they weren't together. He goes, no, they're together. You know, she's pregnant and this and that. So I was kind of upset. But I'm like, you know, I'm just going to not even bother with the guy then. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, when I'm with a girl, I I just want to be with that girl. If I'm going to... Lick pussy is only going to be her pussy. And like just and that's how he talked. He was just point blank and this and that. And then he pulled over. And he, I was in the passenger seat. I don't know how he was able to get on the passenger seat because he was above me all of a sudden. And the seat went down. So I don't know if he had a button that made the seat go down. Or if he like literally did it from my side. Which is... That whole scenario is like I'm missing pieces of it. So, but I remember 
that I was struggling and I wouldn't let him, like I was fighting hard as hell for him not to take off my pants. So I'm trying to get to the door because now I'm laying down because the uh, passenger seats, the the back seat of it went down. So I'm like kind of laying down and I'm like trying to reach for the handle, stretching. And he realized he wasn't, I wasn't going to allow him to take up my pants. Even though he's struggling and I'm fighting along with him. Then all of a sudden he started jerking off right in front of me because he wanted to come on me. If he couldn't come in me. So then I started panicking even more, trying to open the door. Thankfully, I was able to open the door, and I just flew the door open, and I hurried up, and I crawled out, and he tried to grab me, but I was already halfway out the door, and I remember I grabbed a hold of, there was um, a telephone pole. I remember I grabbed a hold of that, and I tried kicking him to get away a little bit, and then I finally got out all the way, and I went across the street, and it was on the darker side. It wasn't pitch black, but you could tell it was, like, lighting you could see, but it was still nighttime. It was, like, I think it was, like, 9 or 10 o'clock at night, and I was walking, and it was in the fall, so... You know, it started getting darker around, like, 8 o'clock. So, I remember walking, and he goes, All right, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Get back in the car, get back in the car, and stuff like that. Like, dude, you literally just tried raping me, and when that didn't work, you tried to come all over me instead. Inside that car. Am I really that stupid to go back inside that car with you? I don't think so. I didn't tell him that, but that's what I was thinking. So, yeah, so... <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't succeed. Um. So, yeah, with all the stuff that I've had to deal with regarding rape... I'm actually into the whole CNC. Um, it's a turn on for me. And which is really weird being that I've been raped three times. And people's like, well, maybe that's why you're into it because no, there's a difference. I don't, the difference is if I'm attracted to someone and I agreed for them to be to that extent, I'm consenting to it because it's a turn on that. It's with that specific person. I is not a turn on. Like I don't get turned on from remembering my rape experience. Like I could talk about it and it doesn't affect me. Now, if I like literally lay down, close my eyes, and try to envision of the exact moment I was going through it, then that's a whole nother story because then I get emotional. I I start feeling depressed. I start feeling all these emotions, you know, anger, depression, anxiety, and just hurt, lonely, all at once. And 
I think when that happens, then, you know, it does trigger something in me. So I'm trying not to think of word for word, you know, try to relive those moments. Although I could talk freely about them, I still try not to relive it of how I felt, what that day was like, what happened before that ended up towards that you know that moment and then after I just it's too much for me but again thankfully I could at least talk about it and stuff like that so so yeah so again there's a big difference between rape versus CNC the big difference makes it you know, is consent. So, know the difference. Please educate yourselves. If you're unsure or something, you know, please get the answers you need from someone or there's plenty of, you know, or you can just Google it online. Although, be careful when you do that because sometimes it just, it's not always accurate. So, But, yeah, do some research and just check it out before you try anything. So, um, with that being said, this episode is over. (laughs) I'm exhausted. My throat is hurting. I'm thirsty. And I need to go to bed. So, with that being said... Please, if you have any stories or need to talk to someone that's going through, you know, any rape experience or if you just need to talk about a past experience because you feel, you know, oh, she went through it like I did, you know, so you're not alone and whatnot. Or... You know, you could, or if you just want to reach out to me, that's fine too. You don't have to have any traumatic experience. I hope you don't want, no one wants, you know, I don't want to see anyone go through what I went through. Um, so yeah. So with that being said, please reach out to me on FET if you know my FET name. If not, you can reach out through my email, which is bdsmhaven101 at gmail.com. Again, it is bdsmhaven, H as in happy, A as in apple, V as in victor, E as in elephant, N as in Nicholas, 101 at gmail.com. Again, it is BDSM Haven 101 at gmail.com. I wish you guys a lovely week. Please be safe, be cautious, um, and just enjoy life the best you can. But please try to pay attention to your surroundings, be cautious. 
danger could even be close to home. Like I said, you know, one one guy who raped me was, who raped me was, or at least who I thought was a friend. So be careful, be safe, and know you're not alone. And if you need to, please, there are help, you know, help hotlines, you know, reach out to someone. So, with that being said, I'm going to call it a day. Thank you all for listening, and have a great day. Love you guys. Mwah.